The following podcast contains spoilers and words such as done and bother. Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Watched a Thing. It's your boys, B Dizzle and Topher, and hopefully this is working. I don't, I don't know. I knew you were going to say your boys. I knew it. (laughs) I was like, first time we've done this, Billy's going to say your boys. You got me. You got me pegged. Here we are live on Facebook. Hopefully, hopefully you can hear us. Hopefully you can see us. I guess we'll find out at some time in the future. (laughs) When our masses of views just drop off over the next 45 seconds. I'm like, all right, that didn't work. But we're here. And what are we talking about, Toph? We're talking about what else we've been watching, sir. That's right. Normally it's one movie a week, or in the case of Emma, two movies a week. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But we're we're in lockdown, like much of the rest of the world. And so you, I've noticed in particular, have been watching a lot, like a real lot. I mean, as you know, normally in in this house, all we do is watch sport, (laughs) like with most most of our lives. Of course, without, apart from our, our good friends at the... Belarusian Football Federation <laughs> all the other sport is off so we are just churning churning through movies with a smattering of West Wing in between I mean so we do for those who don't know we do this fortnightly to monthly on our patron feed um, last time we did this was two weeks ago you've watched at least 20 movies since then is that right that's that's correct that's crazy I, I myself, Again, we're going at a good clip <laughs> I myself am only at 13 so how about we just start going through it then? What's well, your lowest it was your choice rating? to have kids. So. <laughs> it's true. That was my mistake. <laughs> what's your lowest rated movie? My lowest. Hey, what's that in the background, Billy? Um, <laughs> it's one of my kids. <laughs> a child of some description. My lowest rated movie of the last couple of weeks is um, was a, a little treat from Netflix. You remember I messaged you actually while we were watching it. And I was like, I'm watching a movie on Netflix it's so forgettable, I can't even tell you the name of it. Yep. I've done my research. That <laughs> film <laughs> that film was Code 8. It's got the guy on, um, what's the DC TV show? Green, Green Arrow, is that a thing? Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's him and I think his actual younger brother in real life playing not brothers. And it's this, like, can't think... Think X-Men, you know, the, the normal people have really turned against the people with powers, yada, yada, yada. It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's crap. So what's your score for it? Three out of ten. So, okay, well, I've got one lower than that. So oh, I also right. watched an extremely forgettable film. It's from last year and it stars Alec Baldwin and Selma Hayek. I'd never even heard of it. It's called Drunk Parents. But I was flicking through and I saw it there and I'm like, last year with, with that kind of cast? Okay, let's check it out. It's one of the worst things I've seen this year. It's meant to be a comedy and it's just not really funny in any way at all. That's <laughs> so not can't, what you want from so a comedy. I can't, I can't recommend Drunk Parents. <laughs> That's a 2 out of 10. <laughs> 2 out of 10? Yeah, just That's don't do grim. it. That's grim. Yeah. That's grim. I should say that if anyone, if anyone wants to chime in during this thing with any kind of comment or question... Um, as we're just prattling about rubbish we've watched, um, <laughs> by all means do so. It'll probably be more interesting than us talking, let's be honest. Um, so two out of ten. Okay. Have you got any three out of tens? I don't have any three out of tens. From there, I jump right. straight to five. Same. No fours for me. Um, do you want to hit me with a five? No, you, you go first. You hit us with, with some fives. Sure, okay. Why don't I um, just disappoint you straight out the gate? <laughs> and let's keep in mind, you know, five, five out of ten. I'm saying it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a movie I watched. It's an average movie. Nothing wrong with an average movie. I like movies. So five out of ten, fine by me. And um, in that, that was fine, fine by me. How's Moving Castle? Oh, fuck you. That's not a five. I'm assuming we're allowed was- to swear on Facebook. <laughs> That it was fine. No, it's better it was fine. than fine. It's a great movie. So you haven't liked... I don't think you've liked a single Ghibli movie, have you? Because I've made you watch a that's couple. Not, that's think, not true. I, I haven't think, given any like a three or a four. No, but the highest you've ever rated is a six from memory, which was Spirited Away. And I think Princess Mononoke got the same. 
No, I think Princess Monica, Mononoke might have been a six. I reckon Spirited Away and Your Name might both have been sevens. Okay, all right. Maybe. Your Name isn't Ghibli, but good to know that your okay. racism knows no bounds. <laughs> all the same, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, again, Hell's Moving Castle. I loved looking at it. Loved looking at it. Was completely uninvested in the characters or the story. You know what you should watch next? If you're going to try another Ghibli, you should watch Grave of the Fireflies. I think you'll like that the most because it's the most grounded. It's their least kind of fantastic. Yeah, no, I think they're probably all the same. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got any other fives? I do have one other five, which was just last night, actually, um, where we watched Bad Boys. As in the the original Bad Boys? Yeah. 1995, which is a like before Michael Bay's filmmaking had become like a caricature of itself, <laughs> and you know it's it's fine, it's entertaining, it's it's fine. There's a lot about it that's really dumb, but that's okay. It it knows what it is. Um, it's fine. Five out of ten. You know, it's been so long since I've seen Bad Boys. I reckon it would have been, I mean, mid to late 90s. I couldn't tell you a thing about that movie other than Will Smith and. Jeez, is it Martin Lawrence? No. It sure is. It is? I think I'd forgotten that Taylor Leone is in it. I do like Taylor Leone an awful lot. Um, so yeah, that was I was perfectly fine watching Bad Boys. Did, five have, out of ten. Have you checked out Bad Boys for Life yet? Is this are you going to continue with the rest of the this, series? I think this might start a bit of a bad boys tear <laughs> in the house. We might do two and then rip into for life. Yep. Fair call. Fair enough. You got any other fives? That's it. All right. Um, I've got two fives. First up, rewatch this. Haven't seen this in a long time, but watched it with Beth the other night. Cruel Intentions does not hold up. <laughs> it really very, <laughs> very important movie to teenage me. Oh, yes. I remember this movie very, very well. <laughs> But it just doesn't hold up as it turns out. It's the dialogue is some of the worst dialogue I've heard in recent weeks. It's it's really, really atrocious. I mean, obviously you still you still have Sarah Michelle Geller being Sarah Michelle Geller, which is pretty amazing. Um, but it's just not a good movie at all. Don't revisit it. Let it live in your memory because it will be much better there than it will on the screen. Yeah. So stick with like Malkovich dangerous liaisons if you want that story maybe exactly yeah um, I got one more five which again really bad chucked this on last night again with Beth I blame Beth for watching bad movies lately Fre- always always the best thing to do blame Beth <laughs> 2003's Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and um, Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> really not good right really not good I w- shock me well <laughs> We w- I was reminded of this movie by another movie, which will come up later on my list, which you can probably guess what it is. And I was like, you know what? We should, we should check that out. And it was, we turned it off actually after about 45 minutes. So I probably don't even have the right to discuss it on this list, but it was just not good. Mm. Um, can I just, I'm going to pause here and go to a couple of questions we've got. Oh, we've got people. Oh, do, I can't see anything. So yeah. Uh, Blair, if that is your real name. Does watching heaps of movies make them less enjoyable? That's a reasonable question. Yeah, I'm going to say no for me, but I probably haven't hit that point. You know, like last year, our friends Paul from The Countdown and um, Hendo from Movie Journey, they had a movie watching competition where both watched over 500 movies in the year. In fact, it was well before. I think it was around August or September when they closed it out. And... I believe that they both hit that point where they were sick of movies. I'm yet to mm. reach that point. I was doing really well this year. I'm up to about 110 movies for the year or something. I'm still loving them. How about you, Tove? I think, so I'm not sick of them. And I think maybe the way I'm getting around that is that we break up. We're not going like we don't watch Citizen Kane into Godfather, into Casablanca, into Silence of the Lambs. Like we just intersperse it with stuff that you can put on and walk away from and do, you know, go and do the dishes or whatever and it's it's just on which is kind of what we would do normally with sport it's like some games you're actually invested in and there's some it's like oh you know i'll watch it because it's on but i could actually not care less about these teams (laughs) um so that's how it's that's how i'm approaching it yeah and it's working well 
Same here. And in recent, I don't know whether it's just looking for comfort. I've found myself what like doing a lot more rewatching lately. So usually if I chuck something on, it's something that I have a bit of nostalgia for already. So you kind of, like you say, you just put it on in the background, do other things. And yeah, mm. I break it up with a lot of TV. I've been watching a lot more TV lately as well, which is why I've watched way less movies than you in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. The only the only TV, new TV we've done um, was Alex Garland's series, uh, Devs. Yeah, right. With Nick Offerman and co, which I enjoyed. Like, def- definitely enjoyed it. But by the end of it, I think I was actually like, I would have preferred Devs the movie from Alex Garland, I think. I yeah. think there's... I got to the end of it and was like, I can feel a nerdy fan edit coming on. <laughs> you do do pretty good fan edits, I've got to say. I love a fan edit. <laughs> um, okay, another one from good friend of the show, Cassie. Have you watched Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg on Netflix yet? Uh, I haven't got that desperate yet. How about you, Billy? <laughs> no, I haven't. We had discussed maybe doing it as an episode for the show. And I mean, the way things are going with very little to watch, maybe we'll hit that point. But we kind of both went, oh, I don't know if we need that in our lives right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's meant to be just hot garbage. <laughs> Who knows? I might get that. I might get that desperate. Um one other comment from some guy called Sam. Topher has no emotions. Spirited away is brilliant. Um, thanks, Sam. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm with you there, Sam. I'm with you 100%. Topher is the worst. <laughs> I've said this for years to everybody I know. He's just not you've, a good bloke. You've been strong on this for a long time. It's, it's true. I have. <laughs> uh, okay. Six, six out of tens. Okay. Yep. I've got one. How many do you have? Um, six. Whoa, okay. Because six, six and sevens is where I'm living, kind of. Yeah, Actually, I'm looking at this team. now and I've actually got a lot of eights. But <laughs> in, in lockdown, sixes and sevens are great because you can put them on, you know, they're, you're, you're, you know, they're above average, you enjoy them, but you can walk away. Yep, absolutely. All right. How a lot about, to be said for six and sevens. You hit us with three of your sixes, then I'll give you my one six, then you give us your last three. <laughs> okay. Um, this is going to set some people off. Looking at you, Sam. John Wick and John Wick 2. Yep, Look, I enjoy them. I'm saying above average. I enjoy them. Great to put on and watch Keanu shoot a bunch of people in the face. It's good fun. Did you just Are say they... Keanu? I said whatever I said. You know it's um, Keanu, right? Well, it's not double O. You said Keanu. Like, yeah, know, it's with, it's with a U, not an O. U. You. you said I like a cow. Um, <laughs> Anyway, who doesn't want to see Kanunu shoot people in the face? It's good fun. Is it like, is it great? No, but who cares? That's how I felt too. I only saw the first one, but I from after that, I just didn't feel like I needed to see any more. Yeah, it's fun, but I didn't like the third one. Um, uh, I okay, here's, I had not watched this in a really long time. The Long Kiss Goodnight. That's a great movie. That's really still fun. Good. It's yeah. not a great movie. No, it it's is, not. It is a great movie. <laughs> but, you know, it's a Shane Black script. It's a lot of fun. Um, Gina Davis on rewatch, I think, is good as, like, the mum at the beginning, but actually not very good oh, as, no. the, as the spy. No, Gina Davis How long's it been? How long's it been since you watched it? It's been a while. It has been a while. Because I was surprised by this. I was like, oh, this is not working for me once she goes into spy mode. <laughs> she looks like... like the mum is a believable character. The spy looks like you're watching someone acting like a a tough, hard-ass spy, and it really actually doesn't work that well. Um, but still, fun movie. Probably the first time I ever saw Brian Cox on screen. Yeah. Um, love Brian Cox. And he is he's the best thing about the movie, as far as I'm concerned. No Any way. scene with Brian Cox in it, any scene with Brian Cox fucking brilliant. The movie is the best thing about the movie. I'm going to go out there and say this, and you're going to fight me. Shane Black's best movie. Okay, well, that's incorrect. No. Um, the final, the final like, 20 minutes, really not very good. <laughs> like, the whole climactic battle is just dumb. Um, but still, it's a, it's a fun movie. Fair enough. What else you got in sixes? I thought I was doing three, and then you were doing three. Did you already do three? Yeah, The Wicks wow. and August oh, Goodnight. Okay, both weeks. Keep yeah. up. <laughs> well, I've only got the one six. And again, same as you, a lot of fun. Uh, Miss Congeniality. 
Never you, seen it. You've never seen I've it. Seen, I've seen like most of Miss Congeniality because I worked in a cinema when it was out. And so just like walking into theaters, I've seen like a bunch of it, but like beginning to end, nope. Look, I'm not going to say that it's like the best movie ever, but I will say this. I actually think you would like it. I think you would find it a lot of fun. I mean, it's got Shatner. It's got Shatner. It's got Sandy B at Sandy B's Sandy best. B. It's easily Sandy B's best movie, like without a doubt. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. You're saying it's better than Speed. Yeah. Oh, no. No. And it's also not better than The Net, which I know that you'll find It's definitely better than The Net. The bits of miscongeniality <laughs> no. I've seen confirm that it's better than The Net, no. which you is... Know, junk i've been thinking about and working on my list of top 100 movies of all time like my favorite 100 movies not the best the net will yep. be in there it will probably that's... hit like the 70s for me okay that <laughs> says a lot that's fine <laughs> all right you give me your last three sixes okay um my last three sixes are uh christopher nolan's the prestige okay i enjoy it i enjoy it but it's Ultimately, it's about two characters that I don't care about at all, yep. which is a problem, I think. Um, but I enjoy it. Um, Man, I had never seen Manhunter, Michael Mann's film. Oh, yeah, yeah, the first Hannibal of, movie. Of Red, yeah, Red, Red Dragon, yeah, yes. which is enjoyable. It is 80s AF. It's really 80s. It's really, like, it, it is. It's very, very dated. It, like, the, it feels like, more dated than most 80s movies do. Yes. The 80s of it all actually, for me, like got in the way of just watching a film. And it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I think good it's film. better than Red Dragon. Brian Cox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we then we went on a bit of a Hannibal tear yep. um, and watched Red Dragon. Also, yep. also a six for me. Yep. Like, pretty good. Um, better than Hannibal. Actually, where's Hannibal. I've missed Hannibal because it's definitely lower than six. <laughs> As it should be. As it should be. Not a good film. Not a good film. Okay, another couple of comments here for you, Billy. Okay. Um, Tara tells us that the Marky Mark movie is horrible. Don't be that desperate. <laughs> I think from memory, Tara, you might have actually already messaged me that on Twitter telling us to stay away. So <laughs> maybe, I'm happy to go with that advice. Yeah. Um, Friend of the podcast, Heather, says The Long Kiss Goodnight is a Christmas movie. Where do you stand on that, Billy? I'm going to say Shane, yes. I mean, Shane Black, it'd be weird if it wasn't at Christmas. I mean, if you're going to allow Die Hard to be a Christmas movie, then The Long Kiss Goodnight is definitely a Christmas movie. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's, it's the, the Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. <laughs> I knew where Show that some respect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How many sevens have you got? Uh, I've got three sevens. How about yourself? All right. Why don't... Why don't I do three, you do three, you will come back to me. Okay. All right. Um, just last night, hadn't watched this film in a long time, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to come back to this film. I'm going to appreciate it in a new way. I'm going to absolutely love it. Turns out I just still like it. And, like, definitely like it. Uh, Jackie Brown. Okay, can I tell I you think never seen Jackie Brown. I know, because you've seen, like, three Tarantino films. <laughs> I, I like the let's do the count Res, Reservoir Dogs love Reservoir Pulp Fiction Dogs. love Pulp Fiction yep you love them so much you then didn't see another Tarantino film until 2019 when his latest came out <laughs> um, pretty weird move yeah that, that is correct I haven't seen any of the middle ones <laughs> I think I think recently it's become kind of trendy to have Jackie Brown in like your top three Tarantino films just to be um, different stop Stop pretending, people. It's not as good. And, like, what what was going to live up to Pulp Fiction? Like, that's that's an impossible ask. See, so this it's is not... where we differ, because for me, I think Reservoir Dogs is his best. Yeah, that's incorrect. And another thing that people say to try and be cool and different, because Pulp Fiction's just better. It's, this is something I've been saying since the 90s when I saw both of them. This isn't just me trying to be trendy. <laughs> Um, where's your flight cap? I thought you were putting it on. <laughs> I was going to wear my flight cap, but my wife, you were gonna... my wife said I was trying too hard. Ah, oh, come on. People don't know you're not really a hipster. You'd have got away with it. <laughs> and I said, but Topher said I should wear it. And she said that you were trying to trip me up so I'd look stupid. <laughs> you know I am on board with you in a flat cap. I, look, I could pull off a flat cap. We know this. but <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, okay. Blackie Brown, I like it. 
Is it in Tarantino's best? It's not. Stop pretending that it is, everyone. Um, another, I, I hadn't watched this in way too long. Catch me if you can. Yeah, good movie. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. And I think Signify, it's really, for me, the start of, holy shit, Leo's actually really good. Yeah, because well, it comes out in two thousand three. Uh, two. I. Th- it's oh one or oh two. Yeah, it comes out the same year as Gangs of New York. Um, he's definitely better for me in Catch Me If You Can. And from there, that's like you just look at his IMDb from Catch Me If You Can, and it's just stunning. Just yeah. a stunning run I'm from our guy Leo. Seven is where that would land for me as well. I think it's a good movie. It's too like it's too it's nudging two and a half hours I think and I don't think it should be yeah agreed. there's definitely fat to be trimmed from that movie I reckon but it's it's a still a really good film um, and one that I hadn't seen before that came up on Netflix uh, Pride about the kind of unlikely alliance between the miners union and gay rights activists in Britain in the eighties okay who's in that uh, you got McNulty. In there, you got Bill. I mean, it's Bill Nye because obviously they're making a film in Britain. There's laws against not having Bill Nye there. Um, one, I think one of the teachers from Hogwarts bobs okay. up. She's actually pretty delightful in the film. Um, oh, um, early George McKay role. Right. Okay. He's he's really good in it. Actually, it's a good film. It's worth checking out. It's from. I remember, I remember I wanted to see it when it came out and just slipped past me. It was like 2013, 2014, something like that. Yeah. Cool. Give me some sevens. All right. Uh, my first seven is The Faculty. You seen The Faculty? I have dim recollections of The Faculty, yeah. yeah. 1998, great sci-fi. It's so much fun. It's like... What's the one that I get it confused with? Disturbing, disturbing behavior. behavior. Yeah. yeah. That's another great movie. That one has Katie Holmes in it. This one I was has... going to say which one's Katie Holmes? <laughs> yeah, that's Disturbing Behavior. This one is okay. Josh Hartnett. Is this Josh Hartnett? Right. Yes. And it's this group of kids and their their school faculty has been taken over by aliens and it is just so much fun. <laughs> what like, a premise. I know. And it, but it works so well and it's kind of like it's like Breakfast Club meets Alien. Like so you've got these distinct personalities in the teenagers and it's just a lot of fun. Like it really holds up for, for a nineties film. Um, <laughs> after that, last time we did this, I had watched not another teen movie, which yes. I stand by is one of the best comedies and certainly like one of the best parodies ever made. So that kind of led me to watch scary movie. Also good. Not as good as not another teen movie, but definitely as far as those parody movies go, that would have been like, where everything started to slip down from there. But Scary mm. Movie is still fun. Is it Scary Movie 1 or 2 that has the little kid from The Grudge in it? That's 2, isn't it? Oh. Or, gee, it might even be 3. Who knows? I watched I watched the first three Scary Movies all back-to-back. They're all... I just kind of lumped them together. I, I forget which one's which. I know that right. the second one is the guy with the, the midgety little hand. <laughs> Scary movies for you are me with Studio Ghibli. Oh. <laughs> you know, something, there's a person, one moment he's a kid, one moment he's a bird, there's something going on, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, and my, my last seven you'll get a kick out of this is Sphere. Because, as you know, I rewatch Sphere at least once a year. And so that fell in the last couple of weeks, and I loved it just as much as I always have. Surely you didn't rope your wife into this because no, she's, she, didn't, she didn't watch this one. She's with know. me and the rest of the planet <laughs> in thinking Sphere is hot garbage. And you guys are really, really wrong about that. Really terrible wrong. film. No. Te- genuinely terrible film. Not at all. Um, okay. Upsetting that you would watch Sphere, so I'm going to upset you with a seven. And Okay, seven. Pretty good score, right? Yep. But you know how some sevens are, okay, that's a seven. Sometimes, oh, is it a seven or an eight? Yeah. This was, is it a six or a seven? Okay. And you were going to be shocked. <laughs> sounding very clickbaity right now. <laughs> Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Not a great film. <laughs> but no, that can't be right. You were messaging me while you were watching it, and I swear you mentioned how good it was. No, I mentioned how good Aaron Sorkin thinks it is. I think that... Here's the thing. The things that are great about Butch and Sundance are 10 out of 10 good. Yeah. But then there are entire chunks of the film 
that I actually just don't enjoy. The whole, that thing, the little detour through New York before they go to Bolivia. Is it Bolivia they go to? Can't even remember. There's there's then a bunch of that trip that initially, like everything before the big shootout at the end is good enough for me, but I don't love. The sequence with Paul Newman on a bicycle can just get in the bin. It's rubbish. It's rubbish and makes no sense in the context of the story. Get out. Still enjoyed it. Not a great film. You know who's with me? Both Siskel and Ebert don't don't rate Butch and Sundance. I don't care. I don't care that Siskel and Ebert are with you. Like, they've been with me on many occasions. Ebert didn't like Tommy Boy, so we know that he can get things wrong. Not not just didn't like it. (laughs) Most hated list. (laughs) Right up there with what, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo? I suspect so. I know that's one that he famously gave a zero to. (laughs) Right. Um, I've never watched that film. Um, I know someone who has because they were in Amsterdam when they were filming it and like saw them filming it. And so then was like, oh, this is the audio guy we used to work with. Um, And so then when it came out, he's like, oh, I guess I'll see it just to see like the scene that I saw being shot and regretted that decision. That's crazy. Um, Butch Cassidy is brilliant. Butch Cassidy and Sundance is, is pretty good. But the things that are about it that are great are truly great. Like Robert Redford's face, for instance. <laughs> yeah, and Paul. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this one's kind of surprising for me that it's as high as a seven because the virtual co-lead in the film is a child. Okay, you do uh, hate child actors. We know this about you. Hate them. Uh, Paper Moon. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's a good movie. Good film. Good yeah. film, and the ch- the performance from said child, fantastic. I mean, famously Oscar winning, youngest Oscar winner ever. Did she win? I don't think she won. I'm pretty sure she did, didn't she? I think she. I'm not saying she didn't. I'm just not convinced that you're right about that. Okay, I could be wrong. I could very well be. I am often wrong about many things. Either way, sphere. Um, <laughs> either way, either way, she's fantastic, and it's a good film. Um. He oh he's he's a bit of fun. My last two sevens, twenty four hour party people and twenty fifth hour, okay. both good. Twenty um, fifth hour I hadn't watched in quite a while and it probably slipped a bit in my estimation. Um, still a really solid film. I totally dig it, but it went to be from being like really really good to yeah that's definitely good. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Fair enough. And twenty four hour party people that's worth checking out if you haven't seen it. I have seen that one, but it's been a while. I think I saw that one at the cinemas way back when. That's early turn of the set, like 02-ish or something? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. I've only got one eight. Um, and Drew is with you. He says that she did win Best Sporting Actress for Paper Boone. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. Um, I've only got one eight. And- now that Drew said it, I'm, I'm here for it. Definitely <laughs> happened. <laughs> Well, Drew knows a lot about movies. He he hosts the Real Feels podcast, and I know that he um he's a, he's a big big movie buff. He's probably watched more than we have in this lockdown for sure. Um, I've only got one eight, which is a classic, which I really really want you to watch. In fact, I might make it a throwback on the show soon, just so that you have to, because I know that you won't watch it otherwise. It is nineteen ninety one City Slickers. But no, you can't do that because I've seen City Slickers. Yeah, but when was the last time you watched it? I feel like you don't remember it purely based on the fact you don't like it. You you can't remember I didn't say it. I dislike it. I just laughed at you when you said it was one of the best films of the 90s. It is, easily. Pro- probably even the, one of the best films of the last 30 years. Okay. <laughs> like, it is, Billy Crystal is so perfect in that movie. The cast is so perfect. But I think people forget how meaningful the film is like it's not just a slapstick comedy there's actually very little slapstick in it really it's it's mostly quite intellectual comedy but it's you know it's this statement on like masculinity and you know like midlife crisis it's it's really really good and really funny apparently jack palance was the the worst on that film set really well he finally won an oscar for it yeah which is a fucking joke come on it is a joke it is because that was the same year as well, that was the year Silence of the Lambs won just about everything else. So, actually, if it weren't for category fraud, Hopkins would have won yes. supporting actor. Because, come on, people. Anthony Hopkins is not a lead 
in Silence of the Lambs. I'm not saying he shouldn't have won an Oscar. Of course he should have. But he's there's one lead in that film. Everyone else is supporting. I don't know, man. Case closed. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> it depends on how you define lead actor. Is it based purely on screen time? Is it based on, you know, how it's based on who's a lead. Are? It's not hard. <laughs> Let's not overthink this. All right. Well, that that's my only eight. Do you have any eights? You only have one eight. I've I got, got a bunch. Eight. I've got I've got mostly nines this time. Okay. I got okay. Eights. Um Denis Villeneuve's Prisoners. Good movie. That is a good movie. That's a very, very good, very good movie, actually. That's I think that might have been the first uh Denis movie that I saw. Um but man Could, Yeah, probably for me too. How like the cast in that, Hugh Jackman. Jackman's is, best work on screen, easy, I would say. Easily. Easily. Like not even a Although apparently movie. this one coming out on HBO, he's meant to be sensational in this okay. year. So that's that'll be interesting. Because that was like, okay, he's going to win an Emmy. But then the Oscars changed the rules and everyone was like, oh, okay. Hugh Jackman could be balls deep in the Oscar race. Um, anyway, Prisoners, good movie. Here's a movie that I don't watch much because, and then I'm, pre- I'm like pleasantly surprised when I do because I think of it as being overrated. And I do think it's overrated, but then I watch it and I'm like, it's not as overrated as I think it is. And that's Saving Private Ryan, which is yeah, a really good film. Good film. Um, I, yeah, I feel like an eight is where it belongs as well. Yeah. Like people think it's like, you know, is it is it better than Shakespeare in Love? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. No, no, it can't be because Shakespeare in Love got the Oscar. So, oh, you're right. So yeah. we know that Shakespeare in Love is better. Yeah. Anyway, good film. Saving Private Ryan. Um, oh, okay. Here's the thing that, you know, I was talking about with Jackie Brown being like the trendy Tarantino choice now. Yep. Do people who say that The Two Towers is the best Lord of the Rings film mean it? Or are they just trying to be a bit edgy? Because it's not the best. No, for me, you might think that I'm wrong too. Because for me, Fellowship is the best. Clearly. Oh, so you agree? Oh, cool. I thought most people thought it was Return of the King, but for me, it's so clearly Fellowship. Yeah. Look, Two Towers, really good film. Helm's Deep is maybe my favourite battle sequence in a film ever. It is fucking sensational. But there's no getting around that half of that story is Sam and Frodo and Sean Astin is fucking terrible. He's not my (laughs) Sam. If I could fan edit him out, I'd put in just like an animated Sam in place of Sean Astin. Because if you're a fan of the books, you love Sam. He's arguably the hero of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And Sean Astin is terrible. He's terrible. So I'm assuming... So... I'm assuming that you didn't just rewatch Two Towers. I'm guessing that you watched all three Lord of the Rings. There could be more to to come here. Okay. All right. We do this fairly regularly. One of us... Actually, normally not even me... Says, we should do a Lord of the Rings run. Yeah, okay. And it's unlikely I'm going to put up much resistance to that idea. <laughs> um, all right, my next eight is David Michaud's Animal Kingdom, the film that would then spawn the TV series, which I haven't seen, but I understand it's good. Um, what I can say for certain is that the film is very good. Very good. One of the best very. Australian movies. It's right up there for best Australian film of the 21st century for me. Yeah, it would it would easily it would be in my top 10 Aussie movies of all time, I would say. Really good film. Probably I'm trying to think now. Maybe my introduction to um his name's just gone me. He now just always plays a slimy bad guy. Yeah. In <laughs> things like Ready Player One. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. Yes. Probably my introduction to Mendelsohn. Um, and I was like, Jesus, who is this guy? He's fucking great. Um, <laughs> and ever since, in the 15 years or whatever, since that film, that's nah, not that old. 08, maybe? Yeah. Anyway, very good film. Our, our man Guy Pierce. I've been on a fucking Guy Pierce tear and I've loved it. <laughs> Same. Uh, I, I, I love Guy. I mean, we've spoken about Guy Pierce just about every episode for the last We might have to rename the show. <laughs> we watched Guy Pierce. <laughs> we should. <laughs> um, okay, more eights. I hadn't watched this in a very long time. This was the, maybe the good thing about watching um, Butch and Sundance was that it put me in a bit of a Robert Redford space. So I watched Quiz Show, his film from 94? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, it is. 94, 95? Because it, yeah. it was in that same batch with, if I'm not mistaken, the same batch with 
Forrest Gump, Shawshank, Shawshank Pulp yeah. Fiction. Um, so it shouldn't have won Best Picture because obviously Pulp Fiction should have, but it was worthy of the nomination. It's a good film. It is a good movie. It's been a long time since I've seen that as well. But yeah, good movie. Um, Mad Max 2, bit of Road Warrior. Okay. Okay. So so good. <laughs> so good. Is is there a better character name in film history than the Feral Kid? <laughs> Come at me. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. No. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? The Predator or the Feral Kid? Feral Kid. Feral Easily. Kid. <laughs> Fucking metal boomerang. <laughs> Bang. Um, and just last night... Staying with Guy Pearce, The Proposition. It's a really good film. Never seen it's, The Proposition. It's amazing that three years later when John Hillcoat made The Road, by comparison, The Road was like lighthearted because The Proposition is fucking grim and really good. Really good film, The Proposition. What, what's it about? And Guy Pearce looks terrible in it. I don't think that's possible. I don't think it's, that's possible. It's amazing. <laughs> um, What's it about? It is. It's a. It's a western, effectively set in generic outback, um, where at the beginning of the film, Guy Pearce's character is captured along with his younger brother, and the copper played by um, a guy that I love, whose name has just gone straight out of my head. Um, tells him that he'll set him free and spare his brother's life if he goes and kills his older brother, played by Danny Houston. Yeah, right. Good I should film. check it out. You got any more? Uh, Drew says that Two Towers is his favourite, so you, any, you're in our good graces for confirming the Oscar thing, and now <laughs> get out. <laughs> People are allowed to like what they like, Tove. We've spoken about this. <laughs> It's fun. If two ta- okay, here's the thing, because you're absolutely right, Billy. If Two Towers is actually your favourite, more more power to you. If you can get past the Sean Aston of it, good for you. <laughs> if you're just saying it because you want to seem edgy, which I really doubt Drew is doing, really doubt that's the case, then then you're a flog. <laughs> Drew, you're fine. <laughs> All right, do you have any more eights? Uh, that's my eights. All right. Because Nine City here, I apparently mostly watch nines this week. I've got four nines. Do you have any nines? I've got four nines. Wow. It's like okay. poker, except you never get four of a kind because it's really hard to do. Okay. What if, I've had one ever. What if I do two, then you... And like everyone one. just folded and it was like, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> what if I do two, then you do two, then I do two, then you do two. <laughs> Done. All right. Cool. I'll kick us off. Um... This one, uh, a patron of the show, Caleb, wrote in saying that if we hadn't seen this, we should watch it. I think we'd both seen it, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to rewatch it anyway. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. You've seen that, yeah? Yeah, sort of the movies. Yeah, I thought you did. Really, really good movie. Really, really good movie. I think probably the best Spider-Man movie and probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. I'm not big on the Marvel movies. Into the Spider-Verse is a lot of fun. Nick Cage as, as noir Spider-Man is perfect. Um, yeah, I think it's really, really good. Nine. And the animation is beautiful. Like, if you're an animation geek Stunning. like me, it's, it's so Stunning. pretty to look at. Yeah, really good. Um, then, this is, I think, one of the best comedies ever made. I made Beth watch this. Election. You seen Election? Yeah, not for ages, but yeah. It holds up so well. Matthew Broderick and Reese Witherspoon are so good. It's For me, it's Reese Witherspoon's best film role. I think she's great in Big Little Lies, but I don't think she's ever been better on screen than she has in Election. It is one of the most laugh-out-loud funny movies I've ever seen. It's so good. <laughs> and Chris Klein. People forget how funny Chris Klein was at that time, but... Man, he's good in that movie. I was going to say, isn't the jock from American Pie there? I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. That's him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really good in it. All right, you hit us with a couple of nines. Okay. A film with this many problems, shouldn't. it should be impossible for a film with this many problems to get a nine. But 
And so clearly some of it is emotional attachment, not to mention that a lot of it is just really, really good. And that is Return of the King. Okay. Like, yep. you know, pick an ending, maybe. Um, but very good film. Less, too, too much Sean Aston. I think <laughs> I think we could safely say. Um, but, you know, my guy Vigo, amazing. You do love Vigo. You really, really I do, do love Vigo. I love I love some Vigo. Crimson we, Tide, yo. We do know that Green Book is your favourite movie of the last five years. Is that a fact? <laughs> I think I remember giving that a five out of ten. <laughs> but you gave Vigo a ten. No, not Vigo's best work. <laughs> not Vigo. And, okay, here's the thing. Like, again, for fans of the book, if you Vigo is so good, the when you then go back to the book after the films yeah. and you're reading about Aragon, it is just Vigo. Yeah. Definitely. And like Don Monaghan and Billy Boyd, for me, they just are Marion Pippen. Yep. Sean Aston is not Sam. <laughs> Hashtag not my Sam. <laughs> not my Sam. Uh, where are you on Frodo? I've I've cooled a bit on Elijah Wood over the years as Frodo. I don't think he's bad by any stretch, um, but not the strongest element of the cast, which, okay, you're up against Serene McKellen. That's probably going to happen. Yeah but I'm just kind of okay with Elijah Wood in the film. Ian McKellen is definitely Gandalf, by the way. Oh, for sure. Like there's no other... Yeah, yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't recast that role. You know who they wanted? Who? Connery. Well, now I'm picturing that and... You know- and no. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, am I still, I'm still going, aren't I? I'm just I looking so. at comments of how good Vigo is. <laughs> Car- Carlito, I forgot. I haven't seen Carlito's way in a very long time, um, but apparently he's very good in that. Um, I have another comment here saying Tova's lighting is really nice. Oh, thanks, Ash. Thanks, Ash. <laughs> I was like, if I'm going on camera as the lighting and camera guy, I kind of need to look. Better than Billy, <laughs> which is hard to do with Billy because you're you a very handsome I mean? man. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm struggling with the the sun behind <clears> me here. But very harsh backlight there, Billy. I mean, it was just it's it's a matter of circumstances. You have the whole house to yourself. I, I have kids that are running around. Not really. Sleep. I just kind of rudely said, "Hey, I'm going to have a bunch <laughs> of gear here." <laughs> Whereas I had to set up in my new little study nook here, which is yeah. just a big glass panel, which is really nice working here, but. Yeah, lighting ain't mm. great. <laughs> anyway, um, I've only said one nine, haven't I? Okay, um, second, probably the second best comedy ever made. This is Spinal Tap. Yep, yep. I knew you were on a binge lately, so good to find the best best comedy. Um, well, not really, because I already knew. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll come to that. Spinal. Oh man, this the Stonehenge scene will forever oh, be one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> Phenomenal. It, Phenomenal. I need. I actually need to rewatch that. That's been a really long time, but I agree with you that that would definitely be up there with the best comedies ever made. Sensational. Um, Hannibal Binge, Silence of the Lambs. Okay, here's something that happened about two metres that way last weekend. Someone says... I don't know if I've sat through all of Silence of the Lambs. Are you kidding? What? Wait. What? I need to message Heather after this. (laughs) That's crazy. Unbelievable. So, obviously, we watched Silence of the Lambs. Um, And, spoiler alert, good film, that. Uh, Yeah, really, really, really good. Really, really. Again, working on my list of 100 favourite movies at the moment, and that is top 20 for me easily i think it's so so strong really good did heather mm. like it yeah probably so when she <laughs> when she said she'd never sat through it that means that she had seen bit how how is i reckon she thought that she had seen every minute of that film but never starting at the beginning and watching to the end how does that happen to a person? I, with that, I don't know. With that movie, I don't understand. Like, it's not the kind of movie that you just kind of see bits and pieces of, is it? Go figure. Go figure. Wow. Strange. Great movie. 
Great movie. All right, my last nine started out as an eight and then changed. So last week, last week or the week before, I watched uh, David Lean's Brief Encounter, which I hadn't seen before. Um, but I knew that it was a big film for a lot of movie snobs. So I was like, I should probably get on this. Um, and I was like, I was totally into it, really enjoyed it, gave it an eight out of 10. And then like two days later, it was just still with me in a very big way. And I changed it to a nine because that film just got a hold of me and got its hooks in, like does not happen very regularly. How, how, yeah. How often has that happened for you? The last time I can think that happened for me was Mother, Darren Aronofsky's, which I think I gave an eight at the time. And then I was still thinking about like days later. So upped it. Um, which mm. I know a lot of people hate that movie, but whatever. I think it's, I like it a lot. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. Mm. Mm. All right. I've got two more nines. After, Go for watching, it. after watching Election, got on a bit of a Tom Perota thing because I think he's just awesome. And rewatched Little Children. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. I, I first saw that as a recommendation from you. Did you? Did you see it in the cinemas? Or was this. I did like, not. No. I did not. I borrowed your DVD, as I recall. Yeah. Oh, great, great movie. Like. I mean, Patrick Wilson, Kate Winslet, and J- Jamie Earl. Jamie, what's his name? Earl. Oh, Haley? Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. He's in, he is an incredible actor. Oh, in that movie, he is just a force. Like that is such a good movie, and that's another one where I really love the book. And so, actually, that's one of the few ones where I read the book after I saw the movie. Just loved the mm. movie so much, went and read the book, and I, they're both brilliant. But Man, if you haven't seen Little Children, get on it. It's such a great movie. Um, can you tell the story? Can I tell the of story? When, of when you saw the film in cinemas with your wife? I, oh. was, it the, was, it, was it the film or was it the trailer it for was, the film? It was the trailer. So my wife, the and trailer. I, my wife and I were both working at a cinema at the time. And I don't remember if she was with me. Yeah, maybe we were watching something. The trailer came on. It was a really quiet cinema. I can't remember what movie we were seeing, but the trailer came on. At the end, someone in the front row just yells out, Art House. (laughs) So it's become a bit of a thing we do whenever we see a trailer for a movie that looks a bit out there. We just yell out, Art House. (laughs) Some high-minded action from someone. I can't remember what movie we were were seeing at the time, but it must have been something fairly mainstream to get that reaction. Um, Sensational. One more nine from me, again, going through my list of 100 favorite movies, and I was like, you know what? This just deserves a rewatch because it's brilliant. Princess Bride still holds up. You were talking about Butch Cassidy earlier. I think that's another great movie, but this is clearly Bill Goldman's best work. It is... Bill, you're... That's, that's your relationship to Goldman. Yes, yes me and Goldman. We're, we're, we're like this, yo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Princess Bride, I think, is just so... It's got everything you want. Like, Try and have more fun watching a movie. Well, there, you know, and you see I don't those, think it can be done. You see those flow charts of like, you know, what should I watch tonight? And there's there's that mean one of the Princess Bride. It's like, you know, do you feel like an adventure? Princess Bride. A comedy? Princess Bride. Romance? Princess Bride. Action. Like, it's got absolutely everything. And it nails every component. Like, it is so funny. It's so much fun. You feel the adventure and the romance. It's, oh, you almost can't get a more perfect movie than the Princess Bride. <laughs> You're basically a trailer for it. Like, honestly, now that I'm thinking Art about it, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why it's only a nine. I I really should be upping that to a ten. Mm. Uh, um, Ash is asking us if we've read The Princess Bride. I just see that. I have. Have you? I have. I have. I've got the full. And it's, it's great. I love the way that it's great. As if it's like a, a real book. I know that sounds like a joke, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know. Yep. All right. Yep. Yeah. The book. If you haven't read the book of the Princess Bride, it's like it's as much fun as the film. It is. It's amazing. All right. My wife is giving me the wrap it up signal. I'm guessing my kids are getting rowdy. <laughs> you got some parenting to do, do you? You, you got any tens, mate? I got two tens. Let's hear them. Okay. Um, yes. The best of the trilogy is Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. It's it fucking incredible. It's just an incredible movie. It's just, it has an unfair advantage over the other two in that it just 
like individually has the best beginning, middle, and end. It just works the best as one contained work. And I I remember the day Boxing Day when it came out here. Normally, Boxing Day for me is absolutely reserved for watching cricket, but knowing this film was coming out, the trailer. Do you remember the trailer? Like it was just this. It was a big deal. Like, it was a big deal. So me and me and one of my best friends went and ditched our usual Boxing Day thing of drinking beer and watching cricket and went and watched Fellowship of the Ring and were astounded, like genuinely blown away by what we saw. That film is amazing. It is. All right, what's your last 10, mate? The greatest comedy of all time. Yeah. And it's absolutely no contest. Stanley Kubrick's Doctor Strangelove. It had been a pretty long time since I watched it, actually, and it went. If I didn't think it was possible, it went up in my estimation. Yeah, I that seen film that. is just operating on a level that probably only one filmmaker ever could have done. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. It's been ages. I've only got one ten. I'm going to do it quickly because my wife is giving me the eye. <laughs> You knew this was coming. Dating the enemy. <laughs> Guy Pearce. smoldering bears. I know that all of that is nostalgia. I was watching the movie last night. I'm like, I, deep down, I know that this is all just nostalgia points, but I can't separate it from that. So it's a 10. Because um, occasional occasional co-host Beth watched it with you last night. She did. Um, and I heard from I heard from her. She was like, it's, it's ripe for a remake because it's dated as hell. I don't think it's dated. I think she's wrong but about still, that. But still... She said it was an absolute joy, but <laughs> dated as hell. All right. I've got to go, but this was All a right. pleasure doing this with you. I loved this. We'll maybe do it again sometime. And uh... Happy isolation. You too, bud. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we hope you all had fun, and we'll maybe do this again sometime. 